You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there. You listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today, I've got a very special guest with me. She's from the north of England. She's from the beautiful, sunny, sunny, sunny Blackpool. This is Emma Moore. Hey, Emma. Hi. That was like such a good intro again. Every time I'm on this show, so good. You see, I try and go for something different every time you're on. Love it. Now, we spoke not long ago. Yeah. We spoke not long ago about husbands or kids. We did. Now. If people want to check out Husbands or Kids and the conversation that we had, be sure to go to our previous episodes. Just search Emma Moore, Husbands or Kids. <laughs> I love doing... I highly recommend. It's a good chat. Oh, it was. If, if you like Grey's Anatomy and you like us going on tangents, <laughs> it was amazing. I should be getting sponsored by Grey's Anatomy, the amount I talk about it. Well, it's, it's like... to be a bit of a problem. <laughs> it's like me with Jaffa Cakes. I should be sponsored my advice is the tea cakes, the tonics tea cakes. <gasps> no. That's yeah, what, that's, that is like, that's like next level. Ultimate. So good. I always have them in the house. Always. <laughs> so if people have been paying attention to your iTunes recently, they'll have noticed a certain track listing going up and a certain, yeah. a certain, certain EP. <laughs> Yay, you can finally talk about it. I feel like I've been holding on to this little baby for a year and um, I'm still getting used to being able to talk about it because I've been keeping it for secret that long. And it's, yes, it's finally out for pre-order. Everyone can see the track list. You can see the cover and you can hear the title and know all about the the record. And it's out on May 7th. Oh, it's out on May 7th. Now... We, we've spoke about this before in the previous episodes and I've, I've, I'll keep saying it is what you've done with the blinded experience is it's been, it's been amazing. And if people haven't signed, you know, if they didn't sign up to your mailing list, if they didn't sub, uh, subscribe to your mailing list through your website, then they missed out on a right trait because it is phenomenal what you've done. And you know, I feel like I'm kind of peeping into like somebody's house and like seeing all the little secrets and, it's so cool thank you I'm gonna try and figure out a way actually to kind of let it run Mm -hmm. like constantly um so that people that maybe find me a few months down the line that are really interested and missed out on it can go back and see some of that information because like the feedback I know you were part of it from the beginning but talking about it even now the feedback has been so so amazing and um I think when you spend a long time building something you forget what it's like for someone to see it for the first time. Now, and, now if you had, there's six tracks. Yeah. Out of all the six tracks, which one has had the most positive feedback? I th- well, when we run it, it was Husbands or Kids, mm-hmm. which like in the previous episode, if you listen back, took me by a complete surprise. Um, but it was also, it was day one. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, was that just because it was day one or was it because it's the best song? I don't know. Um, but that one definitely got an amazing reaction. 
And some people got to hear that acoustically a couple of years ago. So that one has been performed live. So maybe people are kind of going back to old memories um, of hearing that one. Now, if you pay attention to music, you'll have noticed that it's almost like a half and half split between the EP. You'll know that Husbands Are Kids, Blinded and Match Made in Hell are all more of a upbeaty songs and Late to the Table Waiting for You and When are the slower songs, the ballady songs? Yeah. Is that purposely done? Um, yeah, I did want a balance. The last time I did a, a collection was the album, which was Pilot, which is five years old um, say that, in two man. months, which is insane. And that's ballad heavy. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of mellow kind of chill tracks on there. And um, when I play live, we do very few mellow tracks. We like to rock out and, you know, really have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I wanted a balance between the two. But sorry if you can hear the siren. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um, constantly. <laughs> Anyone who's watched me before in an interview knows knows about the siren situation around here. But I just feel the need to apologise for it. Don't ever apologise. So British. I'm, so British. I'm sorry um, for queuing. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, totally lost my train of thought. Yeah, I like a balance. And um, but when it came down to picking songs, it just it came down to the six that I loved the most, that were the strongest, and that could loosely fit or very tightly fit, depending on the song, this overall theme that I was creating. I like albums and EPs that have something to tie the songs together. Um, so I really wanted wanted that to be a thing. So I was looking at songs where I could, I could easily make the connection between um, each of them. Now, I don't know if you can remember, but when we was actually talking about the blinded experience me yourself and i think it was rachel that was involved in that group i'm not sure if it was part of the group chat or if i was just talking to you before it and can you remember what song i said was my favorite yeah match made in hell yeah (laughs) yeah look at that memory eh yes yeah that's a really fun one i'm really excited to play that live i can't wait that's the one I'm I was just gonna you took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> that's the one I'm really really excited to see yeah and it's never been played um so I purpose the, the tracks that are new so there was late to the table when a match made in hell even though they were recorded when I was doing a lot of live streams towards the end of last year purposefully didn't play any of them because I wanted the new songs to be brand new to everyone and I really want to play, especially something like Match Made in Hell. I want to play that live for the first time with my band. I don't want to do it. Just me. Yeah. Acoustic guitar, it's, yeah, it, it needs them, I think. No, no, Just, definitely. Especially for people's, for people's first hearing of it anyway. Um, after that, I don't mind playing it on my own. No, totally, totally, totally agree. You cannot play that just by itself. You really can't. Now, <laughs> we spoke about comments. Now, if you're part of the yeah. if you're part of the hangar and you're part of the blinded experience and you've been able to see the actual the actual videos themselves when they've come out, you'll know that there's comments underneath, and that's what we're referring to: these comments, these opinions, these this feedback. And I just want to go. I'm just in the I'm just in the match made in hell bit, and I'm going to the first comment, 
And it's from the absolutely amazing Joey Clarkson. Aww. Oh, not this comment. This comment made me cry. <laughs> now this, I'm going to try and repeat it the way it's typed. Okay. Oh my God, Emma! I wanted to give this EP the attention it deserved, especially on my first listen to it. And so I saved my morning today to do it. So I wouldn't be distracted by work or other daily annoyances. Girl, you had me in tears more than once. Every one of these songs is absolute fire. The production your vocals are to die for. Lyrically and medically, you've slayed this. I am so excited for this to no longer be a secret and to see where it takes you. Thank you for this incredible behind the scenes, early secret experience. I, as always, am inspired by your talent and drive. You are taking time to, hope you are taking time to celebrate. Love you, girl. P.S. We listened on our nice sound system and hot damn, love you. <laughs> I had to choose Joey's because, oh, wow. Yeah. I read that first. I just woke up um, when I got to reading those comments and it was like, that was my, my daily routine for that week was to wake up and read the comments. And I was still lying in bed when I read that. And I was just like, oh, oh God, <laughs> to start the day in tears. Um, it, yeah, it meant an awful lot, especially from another artist who knows how hard it is to do this kind of thing and who's working so hard on her own stuff. Um I don't, I don't know anyone that works as much as Joey does. And the fact that she took time out of her week to do that and to listen was the best compliment in the world. It was amazing. It's not just the best compliment in the world. She's just really, she's nailed it. Yeah. She's nailed Aww. everybody's thoughts and feelings on this. Thank you. Yeah, I loved it. I kind of like... When it was done and it was out, I was kind of lost because I spent months working on it and thinking of things to put in there and adding content at the last minute and going, oh, it'd be so cool if we could do this. I'm like, oh, how quick can I make this? And what else can people want? Um, and then it was just, then we got to the 5th of Feb and it was just, it was done. And I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> now, if you've listened to the first, if, if you hear random silences, it's because I'm just so made up by this the whole way this has been done now i'm just going to read out a a bit of a scripture now i promise this episode isn't just me talking just repeating what's on the blinded experience i promise emma i'm sorry okay no but i love it with match made in hell this after when i first listened to it and i remember saying this to you these were the exact same scenes that i got from match made in hell Okay, are you ready? Yeah. It may seem crazy after hearing this song that its initial setting was at an airport bar and its earliest versions were inspired by Mark Sloan and Cali Torres from Grey's Anatomy, of course. I was in the mood <laughs> to write a fun story set in a bar and my mind just goes to Joe's bar from, a, uh, from the show, especially yeah. in their early days. Cali and Mark were carefree, adventurous and promiscuous. Perfect ammo. But oftentimes, as you write, especially fiction, the story unfolds as ideas and images come to mind. I was writing about two characters who decided to wait out a storm with cheap booze and a one-night stand before flying off to their respective lives across the country. An idea I still like, and hey, maybe an album too? Their confidence and chemistry came from Mark and Callie, but of course I couldn't have them run off, run off into the sunset in best friend bliss. No, no. <laughs> 
So that was how I arrived at the airport and maybe a little Shonda Rhimes inspired drama with a huge storm as their soundscape. Nailed it. <laughs> yes. Nailed it. Yeah. And it was so funny because that song started in such a different place from where it ended. Um, but I still want to write the airport song. <laughs> uh, that's going to happen eventually. Um, yeah. It just went on a whole whole whirlwind to get to where it is what is it with you and airports i don't well <laughs> well okay Pilot, yes hanger. i have <laughs> <laughs> well pilot is um refers to the pilot episode of a tv show yeah which i did write in a particularly obsessive stage of with Grey's anatomy it was completely inspired by shonda rhimes <laughs> Um, and then the hangar was just fun. Loads of pilots started following me on Twitter and Instagram when I released that album and have have consistently done so ever since. Um, anytime I use ha- the hashtag pilot in anything, I get aviation companies and pilots and air crew following me on social media. They must get so disappointed. Um, so I just thought no. the hangar was cute for the pilots to hang out in. Mm. <laughs> I like it. I love it. Yeah, it's a bit cheesy, but I I still really like it. So, the hangar it is. But yeah, just <laughs> just everything about that. I, I I'm sm- I, people that don't know. We're actually talking via Zoom at the moment, and I'm grinning pretty much from it. My whole cheeks hurt from grinning because it's just so amazing. I just sat watching. <laughs> it's so weird to like watch you react to something that I have made. Like it's. Oh, this blows my mind and it's so so cool it's nice to be able to see people's reactions because you know the year we've just had you're throwing all this content content out into the world and the only reaction you get is if people like it or comment on it or share it you don't get Retweet. to physically see someone yeah you don't get to physically see someone like going through the process so this has been great now ooh go on <laughs> Late to the table. Yeah. Well, the, actually, the question I wanted to ask now um, um, is the person who mixed and mastered everything is called Eric Torres. Yeah. Is that just a coincidence with Callie? <gasps> I didn't even realise. <laughs> Eric Dane, Callie Torres, Eric Dane plays Mark. Is that where you're going with that? That's where I was going with that. Yeah. yeah. Just, no. I, I honestly thought it was just like a name that you randomly mashed together at first and like said, oh yeah, I mixed and mastered it. I just wanted, that's like my pseudonym. Oh my God, I wish I had those skills. No, Eric Torres is is legit. He's um, he's a, he's a real human. <laughs> um, phenomenal mixing and mastering engineer. Like the work... I mean, Dakota, who produced the EP, did an amazing job and he did the original mixes. Yep. Um, he works um, hand in hand with Eric. Now, um, so I was really happy with everything that Dakota was doing. And then um, he sent me Eric's mix and I was just like, oh, okay, this is amazing. And then I did a little kind of Google stock of Eric to see who he was and what he was up to and was very, very impressed <laughs> and very glad that he was working on my project. I'm, I'm glad as well. I mean... <sighs> 
just everything. Just ev- I keep saying this, just everything. Just <laughs> I can't fault anything. I really can't. Now, we wow, yes, I'm so happy, so <laughs> happy, so relieved. With late to the table, you co-wrote this. Yeah, with Emily Fay. Yeah. What? How? How did that all start? You know, who who approached who? Um. So I'd already written a almost finished draft of the song, and it was Emily that reached out to me and was like, "I'd really like to write with you. Do you want to try co-writing?" And obviously, it was like total pandemic central, and we live really far away from each other, so it was my one and only Zoom co-write. Mm-hmm. Um. Which was totally, and I don't think me and Emily have met in person. I feel like we haven't, um, but we've just kind of kept up with each other online, and um, and we were just, you know, as you do when you start a new co-write, you just sit and have a chat and try and get to know um, your co-write a little more and just share some ideas. And I was like, well, I have this idea that I really, really love. I was like, but I just don't feel like this song is is doing that idea justice. Do you want to? Yeah. Like, and then I told her a little, about, a little bit about it and was like, she's like, okay, that sounds something I could really get into. Um, so we just took it from there. And um, I think it ended up being three, yeah, three sessions that we wrote it over because the conversations were just, the topics in the song are so big and they're so vast and they affect so many types of people that the conversations just were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was um, amazing. And then we had to bring it back back down because it just felt like we we touched on a lot of things and never um concluded any yeah now what i want to know is obviously when we first spoke about husbands of kids it was from a experience that you had talking with a friend and you know that whole conversation of you know do you want husbands of kids oh you know when is when when's it gonna happen now late to the table feels like it's a you know parental conversation that you have with your mother or father yeah, that's the first thing when I actually had finished the song and I knew it was going to be on the record. It was a, a big um, a big part of making the record and picking the songs. And I was like, oh, I really need to like play this to my mom and dad because people are going to very easily assume that it's about my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and luckily it's not like they are not that type of, they're not that kind of people um, at all. Um, they've always been really great about like me just making my own choices and doing what I want to do. And they're not, you know, rushing me into anything. Um, to me, like the idea for that song and the messaging came from like social media and the, the world as a much bigger place than like my small, like family world. Okay. I think there's so much pressure. I'm just, I'm just trying to choose my favorite line. Just watching you read. Oh yeah, there's some. Uh, I really can't choose a favorite that. line. It's really frustrating. Yeah, I had um, like you talk about the blinded experience part of it. I don't think I did. I leave it in. I can't even remember where I had like my favorite lyric from each song. Um, I might have even taken it out because I was really struggling to um, narrow it down to one line. Uh, it might be at the end of each page, but I think for this one, I'd pick the bridge because it's quite short and. Um, it really brings that back, but there's some some bits all the way through that could easily have been picked for that song. I, I, I'm, I'm just really struggling. I, I'm, I'm trying to choose, I'm trying to look at the song here. If you can hear that, it's my landline. 
choice. Yeah. <laughs> Good old lockdown. Throw back to the 90s. Good throw back to the 90s, though. Oh, but yeah, I'm reading each line here. Obviously, this this makes for a great audio podcast, you see. Just me reading. <laughs> in your head. Not even reading out loud. It's just reading in your head. <laughs> Sorry I could make your family dinner. Can't rate red at six when you're the breadwinner. Sorry you made that I turned 31 with no sign of husband, daughter or son. Now, instantly, that's the one that makes me think family. You know, obviously, yeah, mum yeah, or dad. completely. Having a go. But obviously, it can't be about you because you're not 31. Well, <laughs> it was totally about me. And I was that was one of the few things where I was like, I'm 29 when I wrote this song. Um, 31, I need it for the rhymes. So I'm just going to age myself a little bit in the song and that's fine. <laughs> More sirens. <laughs> Good old lockdown. Hey. Oh. Then the next verse. No, I'm not broken. I don't feel lonely. So keep your concern. I know it's only because you can't see yourself living this way, and you think you're saving me from a mistake. Just. I like. I felt like that was really harsh when I first wrote it, and I remember sending it to Emily, being like, uh, "Is this too far? Is this too mean?" That, that... She was like. And then she was like, do you think it is? And I was like, no, not really. <laughs> nah, not really. <laughs> nah. When did life looking different to yours become the wrong choice and a way to keep score? I think that's it. Yeah, that's the one I went for in the end. I think that's it. Even though it's... Because it just brings the whole song together. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Even though it's a lot shorter, because just even look at the word counts, you know, the first, the first verse, there's a lot more words than the second verse. And then obviously the last verse, uh, the bridge has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen 18 words. I actually just yeah. counted that out on I know. the podcast. Counting with Dom. <laughs> Counting with Dom. <laughs> Counting chat with Dom. Yeah. I think that's great though. Sometimes you don't need a lot of words to say um, no. to say something big. You just have to use them well. And that there is exactly again what I was going to say because you don't. It only has to be a short phrase, and it punches. It really. Yeah. It doesn't just punch. It's like getting a really really hot sharp knife and just getting it right in the in the side, and it just gets you. Well, that's exactly what I was hoping for when I was writing it. So. <laughs> And what can you remember is this song best enjoyed with? Uh, oh, I think was this the espresso martini? It was. Yes. To... Um, yeah, so that one was kind of like just these post-work cocktails. Like you have all those evenings back to yourself um, because you don't have, you know, as much maybe waiting for you at home, not as much responsibility. So if you want to go and get a drunk after work, you can go and get a drunk after work. Or in work, if you feel like it. <laughs> if it's legal. <laughs> now, if you're a pilot, ignore that. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Please don't do that. Please don't fly drunk. That would be terrible. <laughs> oh. Um, but, yeah, if, if you haven't listened to the first episode that I did with Emma regarding husbands and kids um, before this one, be sure to check it out because I'm about to go through basically what it's about in terms of the best enjoyed with, inspired by, and followed by. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun to come up with. It really is. It, I, I still think it's so quirky. I really well, do. When, um, 
I even made um, some coasters for my merch. Yeah. So they look like little vinyl records and there's six that you can get in a pack. And each coaster has the song title and the best served with and the reason why on the on the coaster. Ah. So fun to just pull it all together. No, 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 no. I think it's on Match Made in Hell. All the merch stuff is on there. Um, it's its own page. I think there should be a little merch page. And it takes you to... Yeah, you've got to click on Get Your secret now. store. <gasps> yeah. so i had to figure out this was another one of the nightmares of the blinded experience was i wanted everyone who was a part of it to be able to buy the cd or buy t-shirt or get some merch that went along with the project Mm. but nobody outside the blinded experience knew what the project was so i had to build a secret store and that was fun become very sneaky in my uh, building out of the blinded experience I'm sorry, I'm, I'm doing it again. I'm just gone silent. I'm just looking at everything on like, the store. <laughs> I feel like I know what you, I feel like I could guess what your eye was drawn to just after our conversations about songs. Go on. The Match Made in Hell t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they're both from Match Made in Hell, but I feel like the light one, the, uh, the churchy one. Yeah, the, the scripture T. Or the black one. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a scripture T, then there's the neon lights. and there's neon lights. And they're both from Match Me and Hell. They just, it's just a really visual song. But um, maybe you need to think about some merch for some other songs. <laughs> neon lights and barroom crowds. The table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if anyone didn't pick up on that, the table is the name of my brand new EP. <laughs> you haven't said it yet in the episode. No, I haven't. I've been waiting for you to drop no. it. Oh, <laughs> drop. <laughs> Name Yay. drop. It feels really weird to say because I've been holding on to that for a really long time. So I'm still getting used to saying it out loud, which is dead weird. Just, uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm gobsmacked by everything, just how well you've done everything. Now I will go, naturally, I will go on to the next song, Waiting For You. But yeah. we've already really discussed Waiting For You in our very, very first podcast episode. We have. I wasn't even going to record it back then. Mm. Which is amazing. Because it wasn't... It's amazing how time flies. The Waiting For You, what was it that made you want to do an actual recorded, produced version? That was the audience's... Um, ever since I first played that song live, it... It just does something to people. I can't explain it. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know the reason why. I know I love it. I'm very grateful for it. But it just has this room silence in effect. Yeah. And um, so we did the acoustic version because I wanted people to have a version that they could go and listen to. And the recording is my band mate, Tom, who plays it live with me so it's great that he's on the recording and um and then I just thought that was all it would be because I love that version and I love the way we play on stage we even if we're playing as a full band we always strip it back and we just play it on our own it's just that one acoustic guitar and two voices and it kind of like it's so perfect that way um so I was very hesitant to record it and then 
I also thought I might get lynched if I didn't at some point. I felt like <laughs> people were like, but where's where you for you? That's what we're really excited about. That's what we want. Just because so, you live in Blackpool doesn't mean everybody wants to lynch you. <laughs> Does it not? <laughs> I love you really, no, Blackpool. I, like, I really do. I like it sometimes. <laughs> I've seen enough of it this year. I'm done. I can't wait to travel again. Um, but yeah. I remember saying... It's got- I remember saying on the actual original podcast that waiting for you when I very first heard it, I remember lying in bed and how much I actually physically cried. Mm. Just sorry and also yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yay, because it's the song's doing its job. It's invoking yeah. an emotion. Whether yeah. it's happiness, whether it's sadness, whether it's anger, whether it's fear, whether it's X, Y, Z, it's evoked something. And that is what songs yeah. are supposed to do. Yeah. That's why we listen to music because we want to yeah. either numb a pain or feel elated or, you know, it, it's about stirring emotions and waiting for you really, really does. And same with Match Made in Hell. You know, that, you know, any song that makes you want to shake your shoulders or sway your hips, you know, that, that's invoking <laughs> some form of reaction. Yeah, absolutely. You know, whether, whether it's to curl up in a ball and cry in your bed like me or to get on the <laughs> dance floor and dance to your, to your heart's content. You know, it, Also you. Also me. <laughs> At yeah. the same time. Oh, not the same time. That would be really bad. <laughs> Imagine just like proper busting out some moves and sobbing at the same time. Oh, That would be the... really confusing for anyone watching. Like, do we hug him or <laughs> dance with him or buy him a drink? I don't know. Oh, uh, if you, <laughs> there's no question about that last one. Okay. <laughs> if everybody wants no to good. buy me a drink, feel free. <laughs> so quickly with waiting for you what can you remember what drink Um, mm, 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 mm. red wine nope the bottle was it not red wine the the ultimate combo a bottle of lager and a whiskey chaser that's unmatched made in hell you're on the wrong page no it is (laughs) ha 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 Uh I know that without even looking. I did pay attention. Yes. It's in my brain somewhere. That was definitely match main hell. That's a dive bar combo. (laughs) I think it was either red wine or whiskey. It's red wine. Red wine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Red wine, full bottle, hold the stopper. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, when we... (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but when we did the um, Husbands of Kids podcast episode, I kind of wound you up a bit because we was talking You'll about... You'll have to remind me. It happens so often. Because <laughs> we, we were just generally talking before the actual show and you briefly mentioned something about wanting to do a podcast. And I thought, oh, you know yeah. what, I'm just going to roll straight into the po- uh, into the episode. And then I had you... <laughs> I had you like talking but panicked at the same time, like you didn't know what to say or how to act or you seemed a bit shocked. And, and then you I just turned around and said, oh, I'm joking, we haven't really started. I think I've only just forgiven you for that. Oh, it's taken months. It was it was funny. I see the funny side. It was funny. I just was like, oh, we're in this now. Cool. And then just this immediate switch from like chatting with a friend to like, people are listening now. Oh great. My brain doesn't move that quickly. I don't catch up that quick. Oh, I think it's because I'm bipolar. I can sw- oh, schizophrenic. You know, I just <laughs> can switch so quickly. 
I, I don't have an excuse. I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no validating reason for me. It's just like, mm, no. <laughs> and when, when, I, when I did that, I was trying to think of another time where I could actually wind you up. Oh, you're going to do it now, aren't you? I just did it, you know, with the fact that I just made you think that... Although I was really impressed with how you knew the whiskey chaser and beer was match made in hell. I mean, like I said, I spent a long time building this thing. Um, you have to... It has to be in the brain somewhere. Okay, then for when, what is it? Uh, whiskey neat. Hard drink for a hard truth. Yes. Nailed. <laughs> Oh, and finally blinded. Oh, cold beer with a friend to soften the blow of the horrible things you're about to say to them. <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah. Close enough. I mean, close enough. It says your favourite beer. Sit, uh, sit your pal down for some hard truths, but soften the blow with a cold one. Hmm. See, nailed it, Mish. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd still, no, I'll still give you that one. I've got, I've got to give you that one. You've, you've nailed it because you're pretty much on there. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I really want to like sit and listen to the EP, but like have it each drink <laughs> with the song. Well, by It'd be the time, a bit of a strange combination. By the time you get to match made in hell, you're absolutely wasted because you just. You've mixed all of your drinks. Oh, that would be awful. So we'd have a margarita, if you did it in order, because if I can remember this, a margarita into an espresso martini. So that's cocktail hour, that's fine. And then waiting for you as the killer, because that's a bottle of red wine. So you'd be pretty sickly after that, followed by, is it blinded? Which would be a beer. And then a neat whiskey. And then a whiskey and a beer. I'm not sure I'd remember the EP after that. <laughs> Might need to lie down after that one. What whiskey would you go for? Like, my my go-to is always Jack Daniels. It's always one. But my friend took me to Dublin um, a couple of years ago. Always caught the bottle on show. It's a blue bottle. And I, I, I managed to go to um, Lynchburg and see the distillery, which was amazing. I want to do but that. My friend is amazing. It's such a fun day out. But um, that's very pretty. A blue bottle. It's blue. I need one of those for my collection. Um, but yeah, my friend took me to Dublin and we drank a considerable amount of Jameson's in the four days that we were there. And good memories. Some foggy memories. But yeah, Jameson's is a good shout. I like Jameson's. Nice. Never Bells. Oh, I tried that. <gasps> I grew up in Bells. Because <laughs> it was the cheapest one at the shop. Well, you were live. <laughs> I thought someone had given me nail varnish remover when they handed me that. Well, it's like... Um, I was going to die. Oh, what's the vodka called? Oh, this is a really, really cheap vodka. And it's... Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm sure it begins with like J or something or G. <laughs> oh. Well, I haven't drunk an awful lot of, so I can't help you there. But, yeah, the, re the reason why I was saying that is it's just totally, totally illegal. But I used to be able to get drinks and I used to go to a park and I used to have a drink. I'm letting this bit out. <laughs> so I'm going to edit this the, bit The out. typical British teenager. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to get drunk <laughs> in a park. I'm just trying to remember the name of it. 
What's that we on? See, I've never, I never liked vodka, but I had Russian Standard once, and that was absolutely lovely. It tasted like silk, and then I went on a night out with one shoe. <laughs> because I was that drunk, I didn't notice I didn't have a shoe on for a whole night. Can I keep you that? Bit? Can I? Can that I, can I, that can I can no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Uh, 37 to 38. <laughs> I'm just jotting down the time so I know when to edit. <laughs> okay. Good idea. So, Emma. Yes. <laughs> Emma, Emma, Emma. When you're writing songs... And when you're thinking about creating a EP, what did you have in mind? Did you have everything here in mind, or did you have, did you take anything away from this EP, or did you put extra things in just to spice it up? Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, it was. Yeah, totally. Um, it was weird. I um, so blinded and waiting for you. I always wanted to do something with, um, but I didn't really have a link for those two songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and Husbands or Kids was an older song that I'd enjoyed playing. And it it was nice to have like a light moment because a lot of the topics in these songs can be like kind of heavy. I like dramatic things and Husbands or Kids is fun. Um, but again, there was no kind of real link and it wasn't until... I started thinking about late to the table and I was, like I said, I was 29 and I was thinking about this next decade and this stage of life, like going into your thirties and that started to become a theme. Yeah. But it was a really loose theme and I didn't really know where that was going to take me. So then I just started writing and then I started going back over older songs and Eventually, I just had this collection and then Match Made in Hell, I was like, I really want another Dutch Courage vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I love getting to play songs like that live and I really want to be playing live a lot and playing more band shows. So, And um, it really, really wasn't until I... Well, so I didn't name the EP until it was almost done. Yeah. But the, the I ended up with these ones because they... Um, they all felt like reality and they all felt like, like none of them really have a happy ending. Like no one is riding off into the sunset in any of these songs. No. Um, and so that felt kind of freeing in a way and kind of grounding because that's life. Like there is no magical happy ending. Like there's always going to be something else, whether it's something else amazing or something else not so great that happens it, life just goes on and you know you don't get to the end of the when you get to the end of the book that's not the end of their usually their story yeah um so that just ended up being this kind of loose theme and then so there was a couple of songs that I think people might have expected um that I play live um I have a song called Flicker On which is really nice and it's but that is um another fictional one which I don't mind doing I didn't have a set amount of like personal versus fictional um but that is like a bit of a cheating song and so is when I didn't really want two 
that were so close. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want this whole like dramatic love affair <laughs> EP. <laughs> um, so I ended up going with Wen over that one. And then I wrote one as we were finishing the EP. Um, and it was just not in time at all to make the record. Um, but what I did do was add it as an acoustic bonus track to the limited edition CDs. Um, so anyone who got one of the first 50 copies um, gets an extra acoustic bonus track, and that's called 10 Years a Stranger. 10 Years um, a Stranger. And I really, really love that song. Now, yeah. the, the um, 50 CDs, have they already been sold? I think there's a few left. Um, I'd have to have to double check on that one, but I think we've got a few, yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to... <laughs> How much are the CDs? So these ones are 10. Um, so they're £10 and they are limited edition and they look like vinyl records. So they come with the artwork and the little white sleeve. And so I've been using the white sleeves to write letters to everyone who buys... Um, the EP so everyone is like completely personalized and a little bit unique and then obviously they've got that extra song in there that no one else has got so if you listen to this now and there's no more CDs I'm so sorry I'm sorry too but there will be so there are also gonna be regular CDs which have the six songs on and um, you know maybe in a little while we'll think about doing another run of the the special editions or like a a new version of the special edition. Yeah. So yeah. I think that song will be around 10 years of stranger. I've, I've only played it in, I think one live stream. Haven't obviously got to play it at a show yet. Um, but I feel like it's going to be one that, that sticks around. Hopefully. Touch wood. All right. Off the record. I want one. <laughs> yeah. I've got plenty left at the minute, but I don't know when this is going out. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. So I've got, I think I've got like 30 at the minute. Um, I think somewhere on there. I want um, Just make sure you keep yeah. one to side for me. Oh, well. All right. Yeah. Back on the record. 44. So we've gone through Husbands and Kids. We've gone through Late to the Table. We've gone through Waiting for You. We've touched on Blinded and When... And we've gone through Match Made in Hell. Now let's go into Blinded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so nervous for this one. Why? Just because I think everybody knows somebody who could do with hearing this song. Yeah. And I'm I'm very interested to see if anyone is like, oh my God, is this song about me? Um, I just feel like that would be really interesting. So I'm, I'm kind of cautious on the DMs at the moment. I'm like, oh, who's going to pop up today? Um, I think it's one of those. Is it based on truth or? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh. He keeps secrets, <laughs> you see mystery. He keeps you hidden, you see privacy. Is this truth to you or truth to somebody you know? No, this was me watching a relationship. Okay. Actually... A couple. I wouldn't say that every line is one relationship. relationship. I think there was a few going on at the same time, and I just kind of pulled them a few pieces from each one. 
um, and created my own new disaster to watch. <laughs> Again, I'm just reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I just counted like siren number seven or something go past. He says he's broke. You will always pay. He says bite your tongue and you obey. That's my favorite line. I love it. Because I just sing it so aggressively. <laughs> go on. Go on. Have you, do you need to warm your voice up to do this? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Go on. If it goes Here's... horribly, you can edit out. But so... um. What's the one before? Uh, uh, you're bl- it's the he, chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, it's verse. Uh, he says he's broke. You will always pay. He says bite your tongue and you obey. That's the one. There just, you there's go. always a there's a real bite, bite on the word bite, and I love it. And I did it accidentally one time, and I was like, well, that's gonna stick. Um, Please tell me that you accidentally bit your own tongue as well at the same time that you went, bite. Oh, that's probably going to happen at some point and I'm going to have to pretend it doesn't hurt and try not to cry. <laughs> Nothing worse than that. It really hurts. I'm such a wimp as well. I have no pain threshold whatsoever. Thing is though, bite your tongue. I never... I, yeah. Is that to shut up? Basically stay silent? Yeah. Hold your tongue yeah. kind of thing. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's cleared that up. Because at first I was thinking... Bite your lip. You know, that kind of... Oh, very different context. Yeah. And no, that that's... Now that's all I'm going to think about when I sing that line. <laughs> I'm going to end up saying it one day in a show. He says, bite your lip and I'll be like, huh? I mean, the flow of it will go. <laughs> yeah. Try it. I want, I, want, I, want to, I want to see how this sounds now. I can't sing it because uh, I'm rubbish at singing. <laughs> So, uh, uh, he says he's broke, you he will always pay. Yeah. He says he's broke, you will always pay. He says bite your lip and you obey. There we go. <laughs> Do I get writing credits now? No, no, no. <laughs> it's already recorded. Oh. It's out. It's out. <laughs> Dang it. You missed the boat there. Oh, missed the boat. I missed the boat, baby. Missed the boat. Sorry if that <laughs> if, if that goes against any copyrights. That is not owned by me. Or oh. I think you're good. You okay. get a few a few seconds. <laughs> I think it wasn't a recording, so I think you're okay. Okay. So best enjoyed with. We've talked about this briefly. Your favorite beer. Sit down with a pal for some hard truths, but soften the blow with a cold one. Yeah. If you're going to tell your friend their relationships is a disaster and they need to get the hell out, you could at least give them a cold beer first. Here you go. By the way, like, sip this <laughs> and listen. <laughs> yeah, you want them on the beer, not the whiskey. Yeah, because then they'll just do something dramatic and there's enough drama in the song. We don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a small lyric change in the first verse. Go on. Oh, this was... Uh, he keeps secrets, you see mystery. You see pressing. He is lying, but he still see honesty. He makes decisions. What's the old line? He makes decisions, you just agree. 
Uh, he's got opinions. I think it's he's got opinions. You just agree. Um, ah. So it's really tiny change, but I just feel like decisions were was stronger because they're more, yeah, um, the more f- infinite kind of thing. Yeah, there's something that's almost like factual. This is happening, you know, something that's yeah. almost like a command. Yeah, exactly. Whereas you know, different opinions are normal. Yeah. And not a bad thing. So that was a bit of a weak line. And then, so just kind of change it to the decisions because if a decision's been made, it's kind of hard to fight against it and hard to go against it. So, And the great thing with this page on the blended experience, and if you haven't, <laughs> I'm going to keep saying this, you know, <laughs> if you haven't subscribed to MMR's um, hangar experience, blended experience, what are you missing? You know, you're missing so much. You need to get on it and you need to get in there because it's going to be taken down soon. Yeah. I'm going to try and keep the, so the blind experience shot on like the 5th of Feb. Um, mm-hmm. But if I get, you know, if there's interest still and people want all of this extra content that you guys got, then I'm going to try and look at a way of opening it back up and letting it run kind of um, unlimited. Okay. We shall see. Now, you would have had to pay for, like, the domain and stuff yourself, wouldn't you? The what, sorry? The domain. The domain. So, like, the yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah, I bought that on a whim. Uh, and then I realised it was probably better. I should have just run it as, like, an extension of mmr.co.uk. <laughs> so I might do some little tech. There may be some technical changes there. Oh, you need Depends to on which the domain paste. is. When it has to, yeah. You know, <laughs> no one really pays attention to what the... Uh, uh, pages called anymore although i do like the names of my pages i don't know if you picked up on those you know how this goes by now yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been oh, paying attention well, it was like the blinded experience.com forward slash whoa, whoa we're halfway there Shh. <laughs> it's a secrety secret that was another favorite one i was just amusing myself i was a little delirious and sleep deprived at this point so to me it was hilarious <laughs> I wonder if anybody else, <laughs> second day still is <laughs> No one's mentioned it. Well, at first I noticed it and I was going to say something, but it was like, I think this is just like, Is this deliberate? <laughs> Are we having fun with deliberate. the URLs yet? <laughs> oh. There are so many, there are so many little hidden things in it. It's great. Are you sad it's the last day? <laughs> Little Easter <laughs> eggs. Please tell me there's more like yeah. Easter eggs hidden around. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. You know when you like scroll and you like you click and like you go to click and copy. I'm trying yeah. to see if there's anything hidden, like hidden words or anything. Oh no, there's nothing like that. I'm not that clever. You see, that'd be great. You're like when you just <laughs> when you change the text fonts to say white on a white background, and the only way you can oh, read it yeah. is by highlighting it. Yeah. Hashtag mm, just saying. That's fun. No, I'm not that. I mean, the fact that this website even exists is a minor miracle. So anything <laughs> cool like that is just way beyond my ability. I remember when, um, I remember reading, I think it was the first uh, day one or day two, where you had so many technical issues that it was almost, <laughs> you was like panicking and you like, had to resend it or something. Yeah, oh. that was... Um, I remember there was a few, there were a couple of things that happened that just, oh, that was it. So I went, there was a few little things that needed just tidying up and I couldn't get into the back end of my website. It just wouldn't load. And it took me, it took 
Um, so I'm with Wix and it took them like over 24 hours to fix it. And in the end, what I had to do was create an entirely new site, copy and paste everything, like move everything over to the new site mm -hmm. and then change all the domains over so that the blinded experience was like an entirely new, technically an entirely new website on like day three. Um, that was one of them. Something else happened. Oh yeah. So, and then I didn't realize because it was password protected because it was only for people in the mailing list. Um, I didn't realize that as the new pages would unfold day by day, that yeah. people would have to put their password in like every page they clicked on. <laughs> yeah. And that just seemed really annoying to me. I was like, that's just an unnecessary step for people to have to take. Um, so then I had to get a work away, work around that. And so did that. And then I launched the merch on the Friday and I finished it all on the Wednesday, checked it all on the Thursday. Like I said, I had to have this secret merch. I didn't want it available to everyone because uh -huh. um, I didn't want anything to be revealed. So I went to bed very late Thursday and everything was perfect and running so smoothly. And then Friday morning, um, there's comments that are like, oh, I can't wait to buy. And I'm like, oh, there's a link there. You can just <laughs> click there and you can buy. And they were like, no, you can't. And the store had disappeared. <laughs> so Oh, no. On launch day. So that was um, super fun. Uh, and then... I can't actually remember how I fixed that one, but it was something sneaky. Like I just got really good at figuring out like, back roads into things and how to use like aspects of websites for different things than they were intended. I don't know. I, I hacked my way through it somehow and um, I got that up and running. So yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of things <laughs> that went wrong that week. Um, but it still went well. The feedback was amazing. So um, a few little bumps in the road don't seem to have done um, any harm. You're looking for Easter eggs, aren't you? I am. <laughs> I, am. <laughs> I have to admit. <laughs> um, I would say there's definitely things that allude to future endeavours hidden in the blinded experience. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> If I get the what? <laughs> Are you Welsh now? What was that? So what I tried to do there was mm -hmm. on the um, I think this match made in hell. So yeah. you got the credits. <laughs> I tried being like quirky and saying you know the first letter of each person. You know like how in like um. Oh, like Taylor Swift did the message yeah. with the date hidden. Ah. But just like the first cool. like the first first letters of each people's names and it's D E F A G T E K. Yeah, that that's that's not a thing. Defag dick. No. No work near anything. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I love the I love the thought process that went into it and and the intentional search to find a secret. I applaud that. That was great. I mean, people should know by now that I'm rather insane. And I mean, if they didn't, they do now. Oh, <laughs> uh, me! But yeah, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep pestering you. I'm gonna send you text after text after text till you tell me where the hidden eggs are. <laughs> I'm really good at ignoring people. 
Oh. So finally, when? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you mentioned at the start, well, about halfway through, this is one of your fictional songs. Yeah. So again, this is another one with a play along. So husbands and kids, uh, husbands or kids. And I think everything actually has a play along, you know, where you have the chords. Yeah, I'm going to, I will be making them, I think, for future things, but I wanted each day to have something different. Mm -hmm. um, so there's content that's the same every day. Like I said, you're always going to get the song and the lyrics and um, the best served with and that little run of things there. Mm -hmm. And then um, there, there was always the comment section so that we could all chat about it. And then everything else I wanted to have, you know, a little something different each day so people didn't fully know what they were going to um, click onto that day. Now, why is everything at 3 a.m.? I don't know. It just, I mean, I do genuinely write a lot in the early hours of the morning between like two and half, four, half four-ish. Uh -huh. um, I tend to get a lot of ideas. I have a lot of voice notes and a lot of text notes in my phone. And uh, my mum bought me a notebook uh, for Christmas that says my 3 a.m. ideas. I just. <laughs> and uh, that's next to my bed. Yeah. Wow. It's It was literal for me. So it wasn't even, a, oh, three, this sounds nice. I was like, literally, this is how things start for me. I was, th I was thinking more of the lines of, you know, you've got, you've got Eminem with 3am <laughs> and you've got Haunting of Hill House, which everything always happens at 3am. It's Does almost it? like... I didn't even know that. Oh, it's, it's, it's between two and three. Oh, is that witching hour? I presume so. I don't know. I presume so. I'm too scared to watch real horror films. <laughs> oh, I watched a really horrible horror film yesterday. It's called Host. And Host. it's basically about like, I'm going to have to edit this out because I think it's illegal. Um, oh. <laughs> you know, one of those, those funny fire sticks that are illegally, what? you know, the uh, fire sticks you get chipped. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a film called Host. And basically it's about like, um, Think, I think five or six people doing like a like a seance where they speak yeah. to the dead, but they're doing it via Zoom because everything's in lockdown because <laughs> of coronavirus. So they all <laughs> that's terrible. So they're all speaking to these spirits, and then the um, the person who's in charge of the seance, the actual expert of it, her yeah. camera, her internet dies because she lives out in the woods. So they're all left with that's this spirit, so and they all get killed. <laughs> That sounds really hilarious. It's but really I would, horrible. I would watch it. Is it? See, oh. I don't mind. Like, I can watch gruesome things. Like, I can watch Saw and Hostel, and that's fine. Um, or like the thrillers, I like. But I can't watch like haunted, scary horror. <gasps> Not on my own. I'm just like sat in my room and looking around, like something's gonna get me, <laughs> like the whole time. Oh, you'll have to watch it. That sounds really bad. It sounds. It sounds like the reason I watch shark movies is because they're so bad they're good. Sharknado. <laughs> real thing. I don't think I've seen that one. I have a real thing for shark. I just love watching terrible shark movies. I think they're amazing. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> like um, Deep Blue, uh, Deep Blue Sea. Or uh, Deep Blue whatever. Sea. I loved it. I actually really like that. That's my favourite. <laughs> but like, I watched like the open water one and the, some of them are that bad that I can't, like there was one where there was like a flood. This might have been that one, Shark Tornado. 
or whatever. There's like a big flood, and then like, all these people get stuck in like an underground car park, and then there's a shark just going through the supermarket. There's underwater. I was like, this is so shit. But did I turn it off? No. no. <laughs> I watched enough. it till the end. I love shit shark movies. They're amazing. That was a great little tangent. <laughs> That's the word. So we've um so we think it's witching hour. People will tell me if I'm right hour. or wrong. Yeah, let us know because it's not my wheelhouse like at all. What was like the I don't want to say inspiration, because inspiration is just too cliche. But what was it that made you think, you know what, let's sit down and write a song. Was it the first kiss, the first touch, the first time you realised she wasn't enough? Did it start the moment that you looked at me? When exactly did you start to cheat? Do you like picture yourself being in a, are you like one of these really pessimistic people that thinks, you know, when, you know when I'm in a relationship, they're just going to cheat. They're just, this, this is what they'll, this oh. is what they're going to do to me. <laughs> no, um, no, it's definitely not like a real fear kind of thing. Um, it came from a lot of, again, I just have this like really weird way of putting different pieces together. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would accurately describe most of my kind of writing styles. Sorry if you can hear the dog barking his little face off, by the That's way. That's fine. Um, sure, sure. <laughs> um, this worry. is like crazy hour. <laughs> um, so there was a few things and um, a lot of them, some of my favourite country songs are cheating songs. I think they are some of the best. Like they're so well, some of them are so well done and they're so interesting, but I always wanted to write my own in a really different way. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be revengey or like everyone hates each other. And it's just, I didn't want it to feel like a soap opera. Um, I wanted something really different. So what I ended up doing a few years ago was writing three songs um, based around a love triangle. And I wrote each person in the triangles version of the story. Just that this was really early into me writing. So it was kind of like an experiment for myself. Like this would be a cool exercise. So nerdy. And um, yeah. And so when is from the perspective of a woman who is what we would say, like the other woman, she's Mm -hmm. not in the relationship. She is mistress with the cheater. Yeah. She's the mistress. Yeah. Perfect. Um, And after I wrote these three songs, like, it was the most unique. It felt the most different to me. Like a woman being cheated on, a guy cheating. Like we've all heard those songs and vice versa so many times. And my song, my versions, they were okay. They were fine. Um, but there was nothing really kind of cool about them. There was nothing really that new about them. But this third one uh, really intrigued me. And the first draft of it was re- entirely questions. There wasn't a single phrase in the entire song that wasn't a question. And I, that was another, you know, one of these little challenges myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that'd be really cool. And this final version is mostly questions, but there are, you know, a few maybe statements in there. Um, and I just, yeah, I just wanted this whole new thing, this whole new idea. And then you're probably going to laugh or throw at something at the screen when I say this, but there was the Grey's Anatomy scene that also inspired the song. <laughs> I really do think I have a problem. Shocker. Um, I know. Everyone's going to be like, so anytime I announce a new song, people are going to be like, the first question is going to be, so what episode did you steal this from? Which season? 
Which season? Tell me about the character. <laughs> and was um, it but this one was. <laughs> this one wasn't Lexi. This one was Bailey. Was it? Um, yeah, and I can't. I actually, so Shannon Hines is um, another amazing artist and she's obsessed with Grace too. Uh-huh. And I actually messaged her a while ago because I was like, I, I can remember this scene in Grace. I can't remember what episode it is. I'm this close to starting again from episode one just to find this episode, which I did because um, she couldn't remember it either. But I was like, <laughs> Shannon, what was this? What was this scene? And um, so it was Miranda Bailey. And she was either taught, I think it was, she was talking to Shepard about it, Derek Shepard. But then a part of me is like questioning it and maybe it was George O'Malley. But basically in the scene, she's asking why she was talking about cheating. And then she was talking about her first husband and that he had started emailing this other woman. And then she went on a, a big Bailey speech um, mm-hmm. that I love. Over an and, operating um, table. She was like, it's a, it wasn't. And it was, I can see the scene so clearly. It was outside the hospital. I think, wait, I think it was outside the hospital. And she's like, you know why when did this happen like when did, what is that moment like he shouldn't have been emailing this woman like that was cheating and anytime he saw her that was cheating and she had these very set ways very set moments that she thought the kind of treachery had begun and then that got me think I found it really interesting because every relationship is so different and I was like well maybe some people wouldn't see that as cheating maybe some people would um and then I had like a friend of mine who ended up having a one that stand when he was in a relationship or like an almost, I'll leave it to your imagination, but it was an almost one night stand. Mm-hmm. And uh, his rather blase response was because one or two things didn't happen that it wasn't cheating. But let's just say plenty happened between them. We'll leave it open to everyone's interpretation there. Okay. Um. So, so basically he went far too far with someone that wasn't his girlfriend and then was like, well, I didn't do this. So it's not really G and it's fine. Yeah. It basically wasn't and penetrative. Then, so. <laughs> yeah. We'll go with that. Um, so I didn't know what you want to talk about on the show. And there's no limits, um, there's no holes, there's no oh, bars. Okay. But audiences may have different limits than what we have. So. So basically yeah, they Very had, similar lines. They didn't have sex. No. But they, but they did some other things. Yes. Um, so he was just like, well, that's not, that's fine. Like that there's no lines crossed. And I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a few lines that were crossed there. Um, just a few. So this, so I just, yeah. So I just put all of these questions into this one perspective and was like, when was that moment? Um, and it's deliberately not answered so that, you know, everyone listening can judge for themselves or put themselves in the situation or, you know, and it doesn't resolve musically either. So it, the chord, the last chord is not what you would have to close out a song. Yeah. It leaves it open like this like, never ending question, which I really like. Well, I like the way that you wrote the lyrics as well. Because you just leave it with, in its own line, a question mark. Yeah. Which is quirky. I don't know if it was intentional or it just like... Yeah, I. it was one of the things I was like, this This seems like a way to just show that this is going on and that this whole entire thing is a question. Yeah. But a lot of it's like, if you're submitting lyrics um, to be able to be viewed online, you don't use punctuation. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I was obviously in the habit of writing lyrics that way, but it just felt like this song really did need to end with a question mark. So it just has this little question mark at the end on its own. No, no. It, it fits. It really yeah. fits. See, the great thing with this blended experience is there's just so much together. You know, like you were saying, how you like to have different things on different pages. But again, the comments at the back. I mean, Linda. Yeah. Linda, Linda, Linda. This is, <laughs> this is, this is why out. I love you. This is a great take on the subject that can be painful to those cheated on. Just asking these questions. Great classic country song. And this EP is going to smash it on May 7th. Stunning piece of work, Emma. Yeah. I hope so. I have. But it, it's so weird because judging, obviously people heard this EP, you were one of them in the blind experience. I heard this EP, you know, a couple of months back now. Mm-hmm. And to me, the feedback that it's got already can't really be beaten. Um, obviously it's nice when, you know, if things get reviewed and people say nice things in print and, you know, God willing, it gets to radio and presenters say nice things or, you know, new listeners say nice things. But really the people who I make music for, which are the those of you that come out to gigs and the ones that are there all year round, those people have already heard it and they've already had their say and what they've said has been incredible. So it kind of feels like I've already won. <laughs> you know, like a really weird nonsense. And I'm sure people will be like, you won't be saying that on release day. But it really does feel that way. I can't do this podcast episode without mentioning Sammy as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how she you did it. She had some of the it. best comments all the way throughout the thing. I don't know how you did it, but every single song is better than the last one. I love this and I love the writing to recording too. So interesting to hear the evolution. And the whole blended experience is the same. You know, it is the same. That whole evolution between the songs to having different, the lyrics down for all of them and the having the play, you know, play along with the song. I mean, it's so, it's so simple. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And it literally is three chords. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 not this one. There's a few more. Oh, there's a few yeah. more in when? A few more. The bridge is a bit weird. Um, GCD, GCD. Classic. Oh, there's Play an E minor. <laughs> there's an E minor chucked yeah. in there. And then we go B minor, A minor, C, D, something in the bridge. I know it gets weird. I think. uh, Well, these are all for any, you know, super musicians that maybe listen to this conversation and listen to the track. There's also a capo on. Um, Capo, which track? They are not the original chords. Um, But yeah, whereas like Husbands or Kids is just um, GDA, I think. Yeah. Yeah, all the way through. So, so easy. So it was nice that, because there are a lot of people, like there's, uh, there are other musicians in the Blanche experience, but also people who have like just started instruments or playing as a hobby or just, you know, want to strum like a few chords. And I have a lot of songs that are beginner level because that's still my guitar yeah. playing ability. So um, I have a, quite a lot of songs that are really easy to play. So I thought it'd be a nice fun way to to just give those people a, a little something. No, I don't blame you. I mean, well, <laughs> thing is though, you play to your ability and you play whether you're an amazing guitarist or not, you know, if you think that something sounds great and fits a song, 
then something sounds great and fits a song. It's your yeah. it's your art. And if people yeah. want to interpret that in one way, fantastic. If they want to interpret it to another way, fucking let them. Yeah. But I'm you know, I'm lucky I get to work with musicians who have spent as much time as I've spent learning to sing and learning to write, learning to play their instrument. So why not let them play the songs? You know, they're gonna sound better in their hands than they would in mine. And as long as I write, you know, I can I can play basic stuff just fine. Yeah. Um well, I'm always going to let better musicians than me play my songs because I'd be silly not to, really. If you could kind of put into a bottle what you want people to take away from this EP, what would what would be in that bottle? That's great. Um, I think if you take this EP as a whole, yeah. all of these stories... Mm-hmm. Um, probably that no one's doing any better than you. You know, everyone has all those people that you look at online that you think have these perfect lives. They, they just don't, we're all a mess and that's fine. And that's beautiful. And it's interesting. You do you. Yeah, I think I'll go with that. <laughs> you do you. There we go. You do <laughs> From you. From last one. <laughs> you do you. Exactly. And it's such a simple message and I'm sure it's, I'm not the first one to say it, but it's, I think it's one that we need a reminder of, especially in this kind of like social media crazed world. Um, none of us are calm, beautiful swans on, you know, the lake. We're all crazy with its little feet paddling. I don't know where I'm going with this, but we're all crazy underneath and I think it's okay. That's where I was going. <laughs> Just watching Dom silently laugh to himself on Zoom. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just okay. really, I'm just really, my jaw's actually really hurting. I'm just trying to hold in this laughter. Let it out, it's fine. <laughs> so, The Table. It's coming out on May 7th on all platforms. Be sure to yeah. pre-save, pre-order, pre-download, pre-everything before then. Because yeah, it needs to be. Because I've never. Go on. I've never charted. Yeah, I've never had a high chart position. It's not the be all and end all, but it'd be damn cool if it could happen like just once. And I think if there's one thing that I'm going to ever release, um, you know, that deserves it, it's this project. So yeah, please help me get there. It'd be really cool. The amount of hard work that you've put in, and same with Rachel Selick from Scarlet River, the amount of work she's done in the, helping the promotion and doing the social media stuff for it. And yeah, just everything that she's done, you know, it, we need we need it high. We need we need a good score. Yeah. If yeah. you put a score. She's up. done so much in sending it out to, that's the one part that just drains me at the end of a release is kind of contacting every radio station under the sun. So when the opportunity came up to have Rachel do that, I was like, yeah, you run with it. You go wild. You do put that magic dust on it that you do and you take it to radio for me and have fun. And she's been amazing. Well, it's like when I first got the Husbands, uh, husbands or Kids. So, like, would you like to play us on the radio? I was like, yep, yeah. straight away. <laughs> yeah. Get me on the air. <laughs> and I cannot wait to get Match Made in Hell. That's when I really want to play. I know. You're waiting for it, aren't you? I know. Well... I will obviously be in touch with it. But for now, where can people find you on social media? 
really easy to find every platform you could possibly think of um is at emma moore co uk no underscores nothing just nice and easy all the same come and find me and when you do listen to this ep be sure to tag us to to hashtag us if you could tell you what shall we have a hashtag hashtag blended experience or hashtag the table Hashtag the table. Go for it. Yes, everyone use it. <laughs> and just let us know your thoughts. I want to. I want to know people's thoughts on the table. And yeah, just talk. Let's let's all talk. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I think I, these some of these are really great conversations, and I would love to be involved in them and hear people's takes on it. And I love that. And I don't ever want to just put music out and be like, "There you go, off you go." Like I want to hear. It. I want to talk about it. I want to get excited about it with you and have these like in-depth conversations so yeah come find me online well i certainly can't wait for everybody to hear it and i'm i felt I feel, like i said at the start you know i feel like i'm just sneaking into like someone's curtains and like staring into a room that i shouldn't be looking at <laughs> with the blinded experience because it's just so much yeah. great content and i feel so blessed being part of the whole experience oh good i'm glad thank you i'm glad you were there Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me back. It's, a pl- it's been a pleasure as always and a hell of a lot of laughs. The, um, so it's been great. You're the first person to be on three times. Yes. How does that feel? Amazing. Amazing. All right. So as a reminder, everybody, May 7th, be sure to pre-save, pre-down, pre-save, pre-order or pre-download. And yeah, just Get it in your playlists. Get it in there because that's what helps artists. That's what helps the whole... Uh, what's the word for it? don't know. Experience. Music world. I don't know. I've been blank. <laughs> Should totally leave this in. <laughs> I've got it. Be sure to pre-save, pre-download, pre-order the table. Because if you don't get it in your playlists, how can we improve the algorithms for Emma? That's yes. <laughs> Spotify doesn't know I exist. Point them in the right direction. Exactly. They know you exist because it says, I'm sure it says verified artist on there. Oh yeah, but that was easy. That was just because I went through the right distributor. <laughs> but still... Whether you've gone through the right Still? distributor or right distributor, you know, just, num, 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 num. Num, num, I have my little blue tick. Yes. But at least you got a blue. I don't know if I've got a blue tick, you know. I'm going to have a quick check whilst I'm on the air. Uh, Admin with job. Country chat with Dom. Let's type it all in. Oh, no, I've spelled I thought you were going to say I spell it wrong. <laughs> You did, didn't you? Apparently, I don't know how to spell with. You see, I don't have a blue tick. Oh, who'd you go? How do you get your podcast online? Podbean. I don't know what that is. I don't know how the podcast inside of it all works, but um, with music, like um, DistroKid is my distributor and they are owned by Spotify. So anyone who uploads um, with them gets the blue tick. Ah, well, I am. Thank you. Podbean is like DistroKid, uh, but it's just, yeah, it's, it's just like DistroKid. It's just, you 
<laughs> put the stuff on there and then it gets uploaded to all these different sites Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeart, Deezer, TuneIn Radio, I think. <laughs> Wherever it goes, it's great. It goes into the ether. And sometimes it gets listened that to, is a sometimes good word. it doesn't. Hey. Again, thank you. Just like my music. <laughs> oh, no, you can't be like that. No, you can't say that at all. Every, everybody loves the music. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. And yeah, I just, people download, pre order, pre save. Oh, take care, everybody. I'll see you all next time. Bye for now. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.